live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwap. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwap. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. It's him. And long gone! Oh, baby, what a shot from T.R.A. Jennings. A no-doubter over the left field wall. They stormed all the way back from 18 down here to the Horn Frogs trailing at half to take Texas 65-60. It's TCU fight here today. You can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win. Kansas 87, West Virginia 63. What an incredible night. Koontz takes the inbounds and the Red Raiders win it. 72 to 41. Penetrates had it knocked loose by Goldwire. Flagler dives, got it back. Stolen by Jacob Groves. Pick six. He dunks it. Matt Meyer with three seconds will drive it and dunk it. The Sooners are going to have to inbound it. But Oklahoma has knocked off the champions. And the Sooners are headed to the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament. Well, good morning, everybody. It is a new day, Friday, 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 Giro in the morning showtime, live from Kansas City. Wow, huh? How about that day? Sooners win. They are still alive in the Big 12 tournament. Their hopes for the big dance still alive with an upset of Baylor last night, 72-67. to Uh, OU softball wins. They also beat Baylor last night out in Hawaii. We've got a ton of other basketball to talk about today, updated bracketologies. But the headline, maybe, you know, I can't put it ahead of OU beating Baylor, but nationally anyway, baseball is back. T.J. Perry, we will have a Major League Baseball season. That was a good day yesterday, huh? How about that day yesterday? That was good news. I didn't expect it to come that soon. Um, obviously, some panic set in on both sides, and they got it done. So, yeah, and they uh, they got it done and said, all right, well, we're getting right to it. And April 7th, opening day. But I've been to Oklahoma. Good morning, TJ. How are you today, TJ? I'm going to get this out of the way right off the top. I'm good because, like you said, a lot was going on yesterday, but today's going to be a very bad day in my household. I'm going to be a little melancholy. Um, Oh, no. 
Was so let's, let, let's get this out of the way now. Decision's going to have to be made today that you don't ever want to make with your pets. I was hoping oh. to get up this morning, and that decision would be made for us. But she is a fighter. She's a... Stubborn, and we know that, so it's not going to be a good afternoon for us. So get that out of the way at the top. I'll probably be up and down throughout the show, but I'll be all right. I'll be all right. And yesterday was a good day, so. I'm so sorry. It's all right. That is the worst, It is. It's terrible. It's terrible. The worst. We know it's the right decision, and I just wanted to get it out of the way at the top, and then we can move on and have a good show, so. Listen to me. Yeah. If at any point in the show today you need to go to another room and just ball your eyes out, you just let me know, all right? Perfectly acceptable. Ah, it's the worst, it is. man. It's, it is. I don't think I've ever cried harder than when I've put dogs down. I know. I know. Oh, man. Mm. What's her name? Sassy? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But we call her Sissy. She's Brooklyn, Brookie Cookie, Sissy. She's got, she's got a thousand names, oh. so... 16 oh. years, 16 years she's been with us, so. Mm. Way to dump a bucket of ice water well, on the show. I, so right I said, I knew top. if I was up and down during the show, you'd be like, what's going on? Now we can get it out of the way. You don't have to ask again, oh. and we can have a good show. So, so sorry. It's all right. It's all right. We thought it was going to be yesterday, and they gave us hope, and then we got home, and I'm like, it's just not. It's just we're 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 not making the right decision for her at this point, so we got to do it today. What is she, like so. 16 years 16, old? 16, yeah, 16-year-old oh. pug, so. Her legs have just given out on her. She can't stand anymore. It's all two days, man. It just boom. So we just know. We just know. So, but I'm, I'm all right. It was a good day, like you said, sports day yesterday. So, but it is snowing in Norman. If you have not got out, a good thing the kids are out of school because it was parent-teacher conference day, which they've been canceled. If you have not looked at your emails yet and had your schedule for today, but it is coming. Down in Norman. Yeah, yeah, we got cancellations. We got a OU has canceled classes today. Uh, Piedmont has gone virtual. Uh, winter storm that hit Kansas City yesterday, I guess, is hitting central Oklahoma, all of Oklahoma today. So, my wife's trying to fly home today. I hope that I hope that can happen. Is it later in the day? Yeah, I think she'll be yeah. all right because we're supposed to get above freezing. This is supposed to be quick and be out of here by like eleven or noon, and then be pretty much gone. I think once it hits to thirty-five or so this afternoon. So okay, That's I think good. she'll be okay. Keep an eye on that forecast for me, if you don't mind. I I need to relay it to we'll the keep missus. you weather aware. We'll keep you weather aware. Please. The problem she's going to have is if this band mixes into some. Sleet and ice, you know, which they're thinking could happen, yeah. but hopefully it warms up before that does. Well, they got those runways heated out there at the Will yeah, Rogers sure. World International sure. Airport, right? Absolutely. I think we got the fancy Yeah, let's runways. put the heater on out there. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. How about that win last night? How did that How feel about? to the, uh, do that in Kansas City? How about that? I had to, uh, I'll be honest, I was watching the game, so I turned you on at the end because I wanted to see how, hear how giddy you were, and you were quite giddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that felt good. <laughs> in fact, uh, you, uh, Matt Meyer was dribbling up the court. You're putting the ponies in the bar- barn, and Bronson's like, it's not over. I'm like, dude, it's over, all right? They can't, they can't, they can't win. <laughs> Joe was sitting next to, next to me last night, and he kept looking at me for like the last minute. Waiting for the unhitching to take place, and I was giving him the 
Not yet. Not yet. Like, I've made this mistake once. Not yet. You can't do it until it's over, over. There may be, a, there might be a repunt. You, you never know. So, uh, yeah, man, that felt good. What a performance, too, huh? They played great, especially that second half, man. They played good in the first half, but they played, you know, too many turnovers in the first half and kept Baylor in it. But, boy, they played really well last night. They, they how wanted about the that trade, game. How about the late season trade they made for that number thirty-four last night that they had? Uh, Jacob Groves. Who was that guy? Jacob Groves, Marvin Johnson. Um, Marvin both those guys Johnson. gave you great minutes. <laughs> to which Ethan uh, Shagwa made plays last night. Great performance by him. That was with Tanner Groves in foul trouble. Matt Meyer did solidify himself as the biggest punk in all of college basketball, which I already knew that was the answer. What a what a Jerk throwing down the dunk at the end and then kind and he's of like taunting the crowd. From yeah, the crowd. Like you punk. <laughs> Somebody should have given him a flying knee kick to the face. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, we mentioned this on the radio last night. They were trying to get that thing across the finish line with obviously Elijah Harkless out, Jordan Goldwire out with cramps. And Tanner Groves on the bench, coach's decision. And they're trying to to finish off the defending national champions uh, without three starters on the floor. And they did it. They did it. Got, it got wobbly, man, at full court press. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just about cost them the game. But they made plays. Mo had the big three-point play there that – kind of was the exclamation point and uh man what a win i mean this team had their backs to the wall and i don't know if they're in or not we're going to talk about that as the show goes along but coming out of lubbock i mean it was over it, it was not happening and they have won four straight games including last night and they are they have a shot it depends on what the committee thinks about them, but they have a shot, and they got another shot tonight. I mean, they play like that. They they got another shot tonight, so that was fun. That was really, really fun. Oh, boy. First time OU's been to the semifinals since 2016 in this event. How about that? And if you would have told me uh, going into the game, we talked about Emoja Gibson said, man, if he has a night where he has seven, eight, three-pointers, Think oh you can uh, knock him off. If you would have told me uh, Emoja Gibson only has one three pointer on the night, I would have said, man, probably not going to go well for Oklahoma. And they played great, man. They got great contributions, like you said, from Jacob Groves and Marvin Johnson. Those guys really stepped up. Jalen Hill had that one stretch where they were just tossing it yeah. into him. He was laying it in. You know, it seemed like four or five possessions in a row. So, what a great job all the way around by those guys. Oh, you made 11 threes last night. One of them from Gibbs. Yeah, Wilkins. how about that? Seven different guys made threes. Like everybody who knows how to shoot a three made a three. <laughs> Except for Jalen Hill. And he almost made one right before halftime. Uh, but crazy game. Uh, 18 assists. The turnovers were just, in the first half, were just, Pull your hair out. But they, they calmed that down at halftime. 
and uh, great performance. So we'll t- we'll talk about it. We will hear Porter Moser's post game media session. If you did not hear that after the game last night, uh, and we'll run down kind of what all happened across college basketball, where Oklahoma now stands in the metrics and uh, Jerry Palm and Joe Lenardi and that NCAA committee and all that kind of stuff. I've got Kevin Henry joining us today. He was mad at me yesterday because uh, J-Mo had him on his show in Waco and I didn't have him on our show. Geez, what a jerk you are. So... I had to listen to that all day yesterday, so I told him if Baylor, if, if OU beat Baylor, I'd have him on today. So uh, we're going to have Kevin Henry on in the 7 o'clock hour. And Mark Williams, also going to stop by today. They've got a big one this weekend against Ohio State. And, fingers crossed, hopefully Jack will once again grace us with his presence <laughs> this morning. Kansas won. So I know Jack is still Jack, here. Jack Attack is still around. I, uh, I, we do not have an appointment. I do not have any way of contacting Jack. I don't even know a last name. But I think Jack thoroughly enjoyed being on the radio yesterday. And I'm hoping that he gets up and just decides to come see if we're here again. And, yes, if he is, we will put him on the radio. Uh... One of the one of the bigger reactions we've had to a guest in a long, long time, and we've had head coaches, heads of state, kings and queens on this show, TJ. But I'm not sure anybody stirred up more reaction than Jack the Kansas fan did <laughs> yesterday. It's got to be the sh- uh, shorts. It's got to be the shorts. Mm-hmm. Somebody, of all the... Uh, of all the tweets I saw yesterday about Jack, I think my favorite was uh, somebody reacting to the photo of him said, Whoa, I can almost see his Jayhawks. <laughs> <laughs> so, fingers crossed, everybody just, you know, uh, send up some good vibes that Jack will wonder by our – I'm in the same place. I'm broadcasting in the same place on the mezzanine level at the Sheridan. So uh, hopefully a Jack wonders by again and, and he'll be on the show today. So Anyway, uh, that's a big show. 405-329-9000 if you'd like to call. Or you could text us. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405 Sooners are still playing. They get Texas Tech tonight, 8.30 in the semifinals. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, the Health Plex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area there to serve all of your South Central Oklahoma health care needs. Big thanks to Norman Regional Health System. 
Air Comfort Solutions text line. This text came in at 5.06 a.m. this morning. Okay. It's obvious T-Row deserves big props after last night. This has definitely been a different team since the borrowed pin incident. Way to take one for the team. Uh, whether they make the tournament or not, those kids and that coach deserved a W like that. It's not always pretty, but their effort is always there, and I appreciate that as a fan. I agree. Uh, this team has played hard all year, all year. There were two games that they were blown out. They just they didn't have a chance, and uh, one was in Austin, one was in Lubbock. But every other game, even if they've lost it, they've been right there, and you cannot question their effort. You could question um, – you know, just the talent level at times or skill or decision-making or whatever. But they, the effort has been there. And I don't – I really don't ever see that changing as long as Porter Moser's the head coach. I mean, he just exudes it and demands it. Like, it's not it's not an option. Like, I, I've been with this team for months now. I've seen Porter in all cer- sorts of circumstances – I saw him last night after the game in the team room watching uh, the Tech game. He, he is never not a bundle of energy, completely laser focused. Like there's no chill. He's just and uh, but it's weird. It's not in a way. It, it, if you say that, you think, boy, I bet that's going to really wear on a team. It's not in like a heavy-handed way. So, I don't know. It's He's got a real gift for that. And uh, and his team has, has played hard. It's really a band of ne'er-thee-wells, you know? I mean, it's it's some leftover guys from the Kruger era that didn't see a lot of playing time. And a hodgepodge of other guys from around the country. And it's a stew. This team is a stew. And... <laughs> <laughs> What do you got in the fridge? Let's just throw it in the pot. And then he got the Harkless injury, which was just devastating. Now, you got to give him a lot of credit. If they get selected Sunday, I mean, standing ovation. Really. Absolutely. Yeah, especially where they were just two weeks ago. So, a tremendous finish to the Are they season. In? I'm not 100% sure answer right now. Answer the question. Yes. Okay. My answer is yes. Yeah. I think they deserve to be. I think Take the resume time. is there. I just hope that one, really it's one, two win total may get them, but the ones that they do have are so good compared to a lot of people that I think they're going to be in by the time this all plays out through the weekend. You just got to hope that those teams that are there to burst bubbles don't burst that many so they deserve to be I think in this conference the wins that they have some of the things that they've done that win last night how they finished um they deserve to be in I think there haven't been there haven't been a ton of seed stealers so far right right but there have been some other teams on the bubble like Indiana yesterday that have won big games Virginia Tech has gotten hot here and so that hasn't necessarily helped. Let me ask you the question nobody else wants to ask, DJ. 
but you know you know me, I'm a brave journalist. That's right. Is there any chance the whole SEC thing is held against him in that committee room? It's held against him around the league. I don't know in the committee room. Um, I think we've seen – I don't know that it will be either. I'm just throwing – these are a bunch of ADs, basically. And I think we've seen in the playoff negotiations that they're still mad. That's why we don't have a college football playoff right now, in my opinion, for for a lot of a lot of it is the fact that they're still mad at OU and Texas and the SEC for for rocking the boat here. Thought feelings weren't supposed to get involved in those committee rooms. They're not, and, <laughs> and hopefully they won't. I'm just I'm asking you. It's a possibility, sure, absolutely. It's a possibility that they get left out for that reason. If it comes down to a vote or two of them being in or out, they could put them on the bubble and put them on the wrong side of it. Absolutely. I mean, that's where they're sitting right now. So. Sure. By the way, you were talking about Porter and the the bundle of energy and everything. Uh, our new favorite tweeter, now that he's no longer an employee of the University of Oklahoma, uh, one Kenny Mossman. Uh, Kenny Mossman last night with a great tweet. It was a uh, either a picture or video of Porter, and it said, "This man does not need a phone, uh, or his phone does charges automatically when it's in his pocket, or something along those <laughs> lines." It was pretty good. So he is, Pastor uh, Mossman. Pastor Mossman. It's uh, he is definitely a bundle of energy. Well, uh, Joe Lunardi says OU among the first four out. First four out, yeah. And Jerry Palm has them nowhere in sight. Uh, not even first four out. I don't see how that's his, even possible. Not even on his list of bubble teams anywhere. So. I do think OU's a tough study, and it is possible that, and Joe and I were talking about this last night, it's possible the committee doesn't, isn't thinking about them the way that, that the bracketologists are thinking about them. I mean, there are some undeniable metrics about this team. They've, you know, that was their, four, their fifth top 15 win, which is as many as any team in the country this year. Think about that. Oklahoma's got as many top 15 wins as any team in America. Uh, amazing. How do you keep that team out of the tournament? But they lost, that stretch where they lost 11 of 13 was so damaging. And after that tech loss, everybody just watered them up and threw them in the trash can. You know? Like mm-hmm. that. Well, no, that's it. That team. Yeah. We kept them in forever. Forever. Even when it seemed like they didn't deserve it and they burned us. And they wouldn't look. They'd forget it. They're, there's no chance that team's getting. And they're having a really hard time getting out of the wastebasket of some people out there. So I think if they don't win tonight, it's going to be nerve wracking Sunday. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a coin flip. They win tonight, ball game. Oh, absolutely. There's no question. I'm not, I'm not even worried going into uh, Selection Sunday that. It's a done deal. If they win tonight, they're a one seed. Don't you agree? <laughs> I'm not ready to put them at a one seed, but they're in, and I think in comfortably. Or should be. Mm-hmm. Boy, did you watch Texas Tech last night? Yeah, to the point they, where I'm like, I can go to bed because uh, this is not even a, a game. They, they embarrassed. 
embarrassed yeah, Iowa State. They just State, jumped man. on them immediately and did not let up on them. Iowa State could not breathe. Uh, 72 to 41 was the final in that game. And it wasn't man. that close. It really is hard to figure out because I went to bed too. It's hard to figure out how Iowa State got to 41 based on what I was watching. Like they couldn't get it across half court. Tech just so relentless and and big. You sit courtside, it's really noticeable. It comes to the TV too, but it's not tall. They're not tall. They're just, they're a football team, man. It's when they run onto the court, they're all the same size. I had talked about this both times we played them, but it's just shocking to the eyeball. They're all 6'5 to 6'8, and they've just been in a Schmitty workout. That's what it looks like. They're huge. They're, they're not overly skilled at all. But they're like, what are you going to do about it? You know, they just run onto the court with a Jeff Haxton, our barbecue's better than your barbecue attitude. <laughs> just, and they're like, what are you going to do about it? Just swarming and just uh, attitude. Beat and the snot out of you. Yeah. Th- they were just, they were stealing the ball, running up the court, dunking and basically waving at them back up the other way. So, And they got the best possible draw for them last night. And they got John Higgins to referee the game. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this or not. John Higgins does. They do not even give him a whistle. Doesn't even doesn't even carry one down the court. Nope, just runs up and down the court. And a comb. He does carry a comb, but no whistle. So that's the best uh, scenario for uh, Texas Tech. You know who the star of the day though was yesterday at the Big Twelve tournament? TJ. Of every team that was out there, the star of the day, Doug Sermons. He made sure of it. Everybody look at me. I'm going to eject Bob Huggins. You take a four seat. You take a this seat. Game. Look at me, everyone. Doug Sermon's in the house. Oh, what a piece of work. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. You talk about thrill a minute. I mean, that guy is just a runaway heart attack. He's either doing something spectacular or giving the ball to the other team on every possession. <laughs> That's true. I've got There's I've no got my between. own calls for Marvin that I yell out like I'm you while watching the game. So I love I love Marvin Johnson. Uh, Marvin, don't call me Navin Johnson. And Marvin Johnson, he's in the phone book. <laughs> Those are my calls for Marvin Johnson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, you look at the box score at the end of the game, and every time he touches it, something happens. It's not always good. But sometimes it's great. <laughs> Again, again, proof that my kid is my son. Uh, watching the game last night, he's like, why do you think Coach didn't play uh, Marvin Johnson more this year? He should have been on the floor the entire year. Yeah. I said, well, he was hurt some. There were some other issues. Hurt. I was like, but you're right. He should, he should have been getting some more minutes maybe. Yeah. 
There were some other issues. <laughs> right. But the uh, six turnovers, like you said, didn't help last night. Are you look, is that what he had? Are you looking at the box score? Uh, yeah, I got the box score. Give he me the six. box score. Give, give me across the board. What did he do last night? Uh, let's see. Four of five shooting, two of three from three-point range, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, six turnovers, 12 points. <laughs> There's no zeros. <laughs> he did something. He in did every a little bit category. of everything. He did not yeah. have an offensive rebound. All three uh, uh, no. rebounds were on the defensive end of the floor. So, when Marvin took the inbounds pass and threw it right back past Ethan Shagwan out of bounds, I thought they're going to lose this game. They, they full court pressure was melting them down. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Goldwire had cramps. And I was like, uh-oh. They're about to uh, – my faith was running low, Teach, at that point. I was like, God gummit, this is going to get away. But, man, they made plays, man. They made plays. I am worried about Goldwire tonight. Uh, I, I don't think physically he's made for a tournament like this. He's just – it's all muscle, He's man. So yes, he is. He's so tight. He's wound so tight that I don't know if he can bounce back and and you know give him much tonight. I'm just speculating, but uh, he just you know from the first game of the year they've been battling this cramping situation, and they've tried everything. Trust me, they've tried everything in the world. The the best thing is just to get him less playing time. That's why you see him forcing, uh, you know, Bijan, who didn't play last night. They played Mo at backup point guard last night. But throughout the season, Bijan or Alston or Mo or whoever, just to give him as much rest as possible. But he's so valuable. I mean, you just – when he's not on the court, you feel like that, that you're a little bit out of control. Like oh, we need we need Jordan back there to calm everything down a little bit. So that worries me tonight. After the game, he seemed fine. Uh, he wasn't like he was walking around the hotel fine. He wasn't like all cramped up or anything. Like he got it all calmed down, and they're fluiding him, and they're constantly trying to figure out a way to keep it from happening. But you're right, like his his body fat is negative. It's nothing, man. That it, I think that's why he and I bonded right from immediately. The is that what it was? I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> Two kindred spirits. Kindred spirits. That's what it is. <laughs> we saw each other, and I was like, "Man, peas in a pod. Peas in a pod." I also cramp up all the time, TJ. It's usually my stomach, though, from eating too much. So. <laughs> Did you get you some barbecue yesterday at some point? No. Oh, man. thought at least maybe for lunch before the game, but I know you don't like to eat heavy before the game, and that may have thrown you off. I had a book signing yesterday. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was a disaster. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it was a fine book signing. Don't get me wrong. Rally House did a nice job. I appreciate the publisher putting it together. It was a good idea. It just so happened that there was a winter storm going on in Kansas City, and there were no OU fans downtown north. Should there have been at ten o'clock in the morning yesterday? 
all of the fans that braved to uh, get out at that time of day were Kansas fans who were there for the early session. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. So every fan that walked through the door was a Kansas fan, with two exceptions. I saw two OU fans yesterday, and I saw and we sold the book to both of them. So that's batting a 1,000. But I was there for an hour and a half, TJ. I saw two OU fans walk through the door of the Rally House in down, downtown Oklahoma City, or Kansas City. And, well, at least and, you and sold I, a couple. At least you sold a couple. After that, went to the arena because it was uh, the game was already underway. Texas TCU, and I had a media burger at the arena for lunch. I hadn't eaten breakfast or anything, so I had a media burger for lunch. And then I didn't eat again till after the game last night. And we were going to go out, but it was snowing again. I mean, it was really coming down hard. It was freezing, like in the teens. And Kevin and Drake were with me, and I said, what do you guys want to do? You want to go to Town Topic, or you want to go back to the hotel and eat with the team? And Kev said, man, I think it would be fun to eat with the team because they're going to be all jacked up and everything. Plus, it's freezing out here. You, you, TJ, you've been to Town Topic, right? You, know, you got to yes. get out, go outside, you stand go and in walk line in and everything. Stand there at the bar, yeah. So we came back here and ate with the team after the game and watched the Texas Tech game. and That was a good decision. They had good food and everybody was in a good mood, so that was fun. But, no, I have not yet had any barbecue. Now, today, I don't know. I would like to go watch the women's game today at 11 a.m., TJ, at Municipal Auditorium. They play Kansas at 11 a.m. in the 4-5 game today. However, I also need to get a pregame interview with Coach Moser today, and I have not yet nailed down when that's going to happen. So I'm not sure if I'm going to go watch the women's game or, or go to shoot around with the guys so I can get an interview. But uh, hopefully my path will cross with some barbecue. They did text me. Joe and Kevin texted me photographs of burnt ends at lunchtime yesterday at Jack Stacks and said, where are you? We're at Jack Stacks. And I was like, a little late now, fellas. You're already <laughs> eating. They said, they said, we'll let him know once we get there, but yeah, uh, yeah. let's not ask him no, before. Don't, don't tell him. Don't tell him. We'll text him once we have our food. They got food in front of them, and they're like, where are you? <laughs> what? That's kind of a jerk move by those two. Oh, I. it was on. honestly, it was like, I don't mean to make him sound like jerks. They had like a donors thing, and they uh, they were just sharing. They were. It was a little. Just send me the picture. Was a little <laughs> rub it in your like face. You're eating a, a sloppy media burger. I was not necessarily invited to be a part of that, nor should I have been. But uh, hopefully today I can find me some uh, some food. Drake went and got him some the other night though by himself. I saw his picture. Yeah, I saw. I think he went to the Q, what is that one, the Q, uh, whatever Q39. it is. Q39. Yeah, I think that's where he was that night. By the way, we got to talk houses coming up on the show today, TJ. Houses? Yeah. Hmm, okay. $17 million houses. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> We're going to hear Porter Moser's postgame thoughts as well. Coming up, Kevin Henry joins us live. Mark Williams joins us live. We'll hit some of your text messages when we come back. We're live in Kansas City. So far, no Jack. Back after this. 
Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. He's in the phone book! He's somebody! Welcome back, everybody. Do we have the greatest set of Marvins in America? <laughs> We've got, uh, I almost said we. I don't want to upset that person. Oklahoma University has to between yeah. Mil- Mims and uh, Johnson. I so. defy anyone out there, Jeff Haxton, anyone, present a better set of Marvins than Marvin Mims and Marvin Johnson. Can't be done. <laughs> you might I'm listening. Be right. You're probably right. The floor right. is open for your nominees. Go ahead, TJ. Uh, this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. Both Groves, Gibson, The Rock, and Porter were off the charts last night. I'm just asking for less turnovers. God bless the alumni and students that were in KC. They were loud. They were into it. They were loud. Uh, Brandon says the drive from Shawnee to OKC is brutal. Ooh, be careful out there, everybody. Stay home. It looks like in Norman, at least this band is done. It has stopped outside. It looks like it's just a white sheet out there. So, But, yeah, the news up here right now has lots of accidents out there on the highway, so be careful. Uh, when did Toby make the unhitch the wagon call too early? That's what this texter is asking. I've done it once in 11 years. It was the repunt game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they... Uh roughed the punter, I thought, roughed the punter, which would have been an automatic first down, which meant all OU had to do was take an E, and I unhitched the wagon. And turns out it was running into, and Bob Stoops decided to kick it again. It's the only time. Uh, Lesson learned. Unfortunately, even with Baylor's win, Joe Lenardi just moved OU to the next four out. Yeah. Well, their first four out is where he's got it this morning. Yes, Yeah. They are the fourth team in the first four out. Lunardi's not always right, but he's usually pretty close. So, well, we'll see. Good morning. Finally get an hour of T-Row and TJ. Question for T-Row. In a tournament like this, how long do you get to stay at your table for your post game, do you uh, do they ever try to move you during your show? Best of luck to all Sooner teams this weekend, Toby and the Pentagon. Thank you, Toby. No, uh, there's nobody's moving and moving you. So uh, there are four positions courtside uh, for radio, two on each end of the court, and they alternate games. So, for example, the first game yesterday the broadcast positions for TCU and Texas, we were in TCU's broadcast position. Second game used the other spots. So, you know, TCU is done with their post game and out of there by 2 o'clock at the latest, and our pregame show doesn't start until 5.30. So, yeah, three and a half hours between when our broadcast spot is being used. And then after our game, uh, the, the game after us is using the other 
broadcast positions because there's four of them. So, And that's the way it is at the NCAA tournament. Any tournament I've ever been to, they'll have four spots. So you're not rushing out for the team in front of you. The only time that has been a problem for me is, TJ, you remember the famous run-in I had with the baseball broadcaster up in Louisville uh, from uh, – where was he from? It wasn't Bucknell, but it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Mid-major East Coast somewhere that we had to share a booth. And he had the game after mine, and he needed me to hurry up my post game so he could get it set up for his pregame. In fact, he started setting up all of his equipment, and he was just waiting for me to sign off, and he stood over me. <laughs> and then I, I left to go get the on-field interview with Pete Hughes, and he started cursing me while I was out of the booth and calling me all kinds of names. And our SID was still in the booth uh, taking notes, and when I got back, he told me about it. So we had a you sure it wasn't Bucknell? That just sounds right. It seems like it started with a B. I'll look it and up. It wasn't it Butler. Was, it was the Louisville Regional. No, it was the Louisville Regional in 2017, 16 or 17. But it's never been an issue in basketball because they always set it up like that. We're boring people. What else you got? Uh, Landshark says, awesome game last night. I have a good feeling about this team and this tournament. Boomer. Thank you, Landshark. Boy, I wonder if that's the beer texting us in. I'm a big fan of Landshark. Will Kansas fans cheer for OU tonight? Um, yes, I think so. Because there's, you know, there's not a ton of Tech fans here. There's more than OU, but there's, you know, it's going to be an overwhelming Kansas crowd tonight. So they'll cheer for the upset, or are they mad at us like everybody else is? No, I think they would rather face Oklahoma, so they'll they'll yeah. use that mindset and cheer for OU. And I think you're right. That you know, with that uh, reasoning in mind, I think you're right. All right, top of the hour break. Next hour, first segment. Next hour, Porter Moser's post game address to the media. Bottom of next hour, Kevin Henry joins us live. We'll be back.